being 17, 18, and then thinking about, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to provide for somebody now, not when, I, when I'm not even providing for myself yet. I just had a really engaging conversation with Cody Kennedy. After life handed him a few challenges early on in his young adult life, he's really found his way in manufacturing. I think you're really gonna enjoy hearing from Cody Kennedy. Today, I'm talking with Cody Kennedy. Cody, tell us a bit about yourself. What do you do at CNG and how long have you worked here? Ooh, uh, I've been with CNG since uh, 2019. Mm. Uh, started off in manufacturing engineering uh, in the continuous improvement group. Uh, since then, uh, I've moved into a recycling plant manager role. Um, and I've been in that role for about for about a year and a half. Yeah. So yesterday I got to watch you um, give a presentation in front of our MDI boards and talk about some of the work that we do. So tell me about that, like the MDI process and doing that. Like, how does that feel when you're up there doing it, thinking, you know, I've got to, I've got to talk about this board behind me. Uh, it's not, it's not too bad. It's something that I used to do in my previous job. Mm -hmm. So I was actually pretty comfortable doing it here. Good. Um, and then in speaking in front of people and presenting stuff isn't, uh, isn't an issue at all. Uh, you know, everybody's so close down there that, you know, it's just, it's like talking to a friend or a family member and it's, it's a great process because it gets everybody on the same page, lets everybody know in the department what all we're struggling with. And mm -hmm. then it clearly identifies, you know, what we need to work on together as a team. You know, that ability though, to stand up in front of people and talk with a microphone and present, you know, most people would say they would rather die than have to do that. And and you would be amazed at how many people tell me, I couldn't sleep last night. You know, I thought I was going to throw up. So the fact that you can do that, that's a special skill that you should be really proud of. And I'm going to keep that in mind and make you have you do more presentations for us. So tell me, how did you develop that confidence, that ability to do that? Uh. I don't think that's there, honestly. It's probably <laughs> something. It was just like, ah, you know, it's, oh, you it's know something I got to do, right? Okay. Um, okay. You know, one thing that I've kind of done in my past is I, I, I try and listen. Mm. Listening is probably the most powerful thing you can do. Sure. Um, so, getting in front of people is not my favorite thing, but I just do it, right? And it's one of those things that you do when you're uncomfortable. You're uncomfortable through the whole process, but. It helps you grow as a person. Uh, I believe uh, being uncomfortable is growing pains. You know, uh, learning well a new said. thing. Uh, I'm a big golfer. Mm. Um, oh, well, then you're really going through the learning because golf is frustrating. Yeah. And, you know, you try and change something in your swing and it's uncomfortable and it feels completely unnatural. Mm -hmm. And then you keep doing it and you keep doing it. Then it becomes natural to you. It's the same thing. How long have you been golfing? What age did you start golfing? Oh, I don't even know. It was probably like eight years old, you know, just chipping golf balls into a bucket until I was good enough for my dad to take me out. And, uh, <laughs> and we would go out and play and then played a little bit in, uh, you know, middle school and high school. And mm -hmm. now it's just one of my favorite hobbies. Wow. So what's your handicap? 
Uh, right now, it's probably like a 10 or 11. Uh, it used to be a lot lower when I played more, but mm-hmm. uh, just joined a league this year, so I'm pretty excited to have a set date that I'm guaranteed to go out and play every single week. Yeah, that's super cool. So tell me about your family, what you what you like to do other than golf outside of work. Yeah, I like to hang out with my family. I've got three girls and they are the best. They keep me on my toes. They're like little Kardashians, though. So they uh <laughs> What do you mean by that? Oh, they're just, you know, I I love them, but they're just they they don't ever um you know, settle for anything other than the best, right? And that's yeah, exactly yeah. what I want for them. Okay. Um, you know, it's just, you know, in our house we started drinking uh a, a lot of lemon water. And it, it oh. seems silly, right? It's just like lemons and water, but now it's to the point where if I go upstairs and I bring my daughter her sippy cup, she's like, "Dad, is there lemon water in that?" <laughs> and if there's not, I'm going back downstairs oh and cutting gosh. a lemon up and putting it in oh, there. Oh, you spoiled them. Yeah, you've you've created three Kardashians. Oh, they know it. And they look at me and smile when yeah. they say it. Like you're going back downstairs yeah. and putting a lemon in. And how old are they? What are their names? Uh, I've got Henley. She's one year old. I've got Harlow. She's four. And then I've got Ellie, and she is eleven. Ah, so there's a yeah. little bit of gap. Yeah. 11, 4, and 1. Well, yep. they keep you busy then. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Girls are fun. I have two girls too. Oh, really? What are their names? Uh, Megan and Margaret, but they're grown. Okay. You know, my daughters are 37 and 35. Okay. What do yeah. you guys What do you guys do for fun? Shopping. Shopping. I mean, I spoil them a bit too. Yeah. I love, I love it when the guest turns the table on me and asks me the questions. <laughs> Yeah, no, this is this is uh this is what this is what I want though, you know, for us to just be having a conversation here, Cody. So if there was any one person that you could meet in the past, someone that's no longer here, or um someone that's alive today, is there anyone where you would be inspired to meet them? Wow. That's a tough question. Um Probably, I don't know, probably someone extremely successful, like, uh, you know, the Elon Musk or the Jeff Bezos or mm. Bill Gates, and just kind of understand and pick their brain for a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. How How's that thing work up inside there? And just <laughs> kind of... Do you think it's like a supercomputer? No, I just, I, I want to know how it works. I want to know what their thought processes are between just everyday life things, not you know, mm-hmm. business or anything like that, but like if they think about everyday life, you mean? Yeah. Or, or how they think about it, you know, yeah. what are their, what are their people skills? Like, mm-hmm. are they great? You know, how do they approach people and, you know, complex problems mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. like that regarding, uh, people? Cause people are a little more difficult to deal with than say mathematical business stuff, you know, math, you can solve problems with more math. Um, people it's it's not people tangible. are complex you know i think it's you know managing people which you which you do in the recycling plant it's tough right and yep. and part of the reason that is is because everyone's unique and what works with one person isn't necessarily going to work with someone else yeah a hundred percent um but it's fun though it's fun it's fun to have a, a big group of people like that uh-huh. and then everybody kind of be different mm-hmm. but everybody kind of start to grow off of each other mm-hmm. um you know 
Charles is a great example of that. I used to like my my fashion attire before I met Charles was like polo shirt tucked in, New Balance shoes. I was one step away from having like a phone clip on my belt. <laughs> and uh, do you so have a fanny pack that plays music? I don't. <laughs> I I do need to get one though. Yeah, yeah. So so Cody's wearing here this. Uh, what would you call that? Hawaiian. Yeah, it's uh, definitely a floral. Floral, floral themed shirt. Yes, very, very stylish. So you didn't used to dress like this. No, no, it would be like blue. Well, I think it's khaki. because you're living with three Kardashians. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So, so they probably, you know, have made you elevate your your fashion. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, you know, I got I got to thank my wife for some of that too, because okay. she uh she picks out a lot of my clothes, and you know, part of the reason my uh my fashion sense was so low in the past is because I can't match myself. So now she just buys me outfits and she's like, here, wear this together, you know, yes. take care of that. And you know, I don't look like I'm. And and you do it willingly. Like you don't, you know, fight back on any of that. You're just like, yeah, you pick this out. I'm going to wear it. Absolutely. So what's your wife's name? My wife's name is Trisha. And how long have you been married? We have been married since, oh, this question is going to get me in trouble. Um, <laughs> Just say it's it's it every year is just a new blessing. So I 2018. Can't so we got 2018. married. 2018. Yep. Okay. And how did you meet? Uh, I saw her at a bowling alley. I was out with my friends, and I uh, I I saw her out there. And me and my buddies were talking, and I'm like, "Who is this girl? I've seen her before." And um, we ended up meeting there, but you know, it was just one of those things where I was like, you know, this girl's way out of my league. Uh -huh. I'm, I'm just going to shoot my shot. What do I have to lose? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. All, all she could say is no, but she said yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, uh, now you that have three was in 2013. Kids. So we've been together since then. Oh, wow. That's amazing. So when you, you said when you first started at CNG, you were in process engineering. Yeah. Process engineering, manufacturing, engineering, yeah. uh, Kind of jack of all trades, master and none. So, how did you decide that was the the career that you wanted to go into? Uh, I I, I didn't. Oh, um, it called so you. I actually applied to be a, a shift supervisor out okay. here, and when I interviewed, um, you know, they were like, you know, uh, when I when I was explaining everything I did as a shift supervisor at my previous company, um, they're like, yeah, our supervisors really don't do that. Cause I was talking about doing a threes and cost savings and, uh, five S and MDI boards and mm -hmm. process flow evaluations, things like that. And, uh, then I ended up having some interviews with Brandon, Mark and Robin, and they offered me that position, which was kind of cool because my, my stepdad was a manufacturing engineer, mm -hmm. uh, for a large company. And, uh, so I kind of picked his brain. I was like, hey, you know, is this what all is this about? You know, I'm not completely an expert in it. You know, it's, it's hard to say I'm going to take a job doing something when I'm not an expert in it. And, you know, he, you know, filled me in on what it was about. And I was like, you know, I, that's all the stuff I like to do. Absolutely. So, Cody, has there been any adversity in your life that has really shaped you into the man you are today? Yeah, I I'd have to say a little bit. Uh, some of which were uh, decisions of my own and just dealing with the ramifications of my own decisions. Um, you know, I was, I think, 17 in my junior year of high school and had a baby. Um, that was a, a huge uh, transformation in my life. Um, mm -hmm. You know, 
being 17, 18, and then thinking about, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to provide for somebody now yeah, not, that's when, pretty when I'm not even providing for myself yet. And then, you know, trying to figure out what, how, what that looks like. Right. So that's where I got started in manufacturing was, okay, I need a job. I need mm -hmm. benefits. I need vacation time. I need all these things. And I still have to finish out school. So I ended up getting a night shift manufacturing job. Um, and I would work nights and then I would go take my core classes to graduate and then, uh, go home, sleep, go back into work at night and then come into class, made it through high school doing that. And then was able to save up money to get my own place and provide a household for my, uh, my, my family at the time. And, you know, I think it's one of those things that you, you end up in a sink or swim situation yeah, for sure. And you find out who you are really quickly. Wow. That is, that is an amazing story because you know, Others in your shoes would have not taken that accountability or responsibility. So it really shows the kind of character that you have, Cody. Yeah, it, it, it was, I mean, it was difficult and it wasn't like extremely seamless either because I was still growing sure. up over time. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I had separated with my child's mother and ended up meeting my wife, which was a huge transformation in my life that, mm. you know, having someone that's so supportive and everything. And I was, I mean, I was making money, but it wasn't a ton of money. And she supported me for so long in everything that I did. And, you know, she really believed that I was smart and I was making all the right decisions and she was going to support me until I get where I wanted to be. And, you know, still to this day, um, she supports me down this path. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of times we're here late or traveling or stuff like that. And, you know, staying at home and being with the kids you know she works full-time as well yeah and takes care of the kids i mean that is incredibly honorable I, I it's it's harder than going to work every single day yeah um so for her to do that and to support me is absolutely incredible and you know it helps develop me as a person to be more empathetic and understanding to everybody's situations because you never know what somebody's going through you you never do you know we as i was saying earlier before we started, people are like icebergs. And what we see on the top is only a tip of it. We have so much more underneath the surface. And thank you for sharing that. Yeah. So when you, um, when you are thinking about um, your future here at CNG, how do you envision yourself? Like what, what, what would your goals be for 10, 20 years from now? What does that look like for you? Ooh, great question. Uh, just to continue to learn and grow. Um, I, I was very fortunate to go into the continuous improvement role mm -hmm. because I got exposed not only to everything on the Lexington campus from, you know, the films, plants, distribution center, materials, warehouse, working on projects everywhere, mm -hmm. uh, but also to plants outside of Lexington, such as like Superior, um, mm -hmm. Blythewood, Delaware, just a bunch of different places. So I got to learn a lot about the business, which I think helped grow me into the plant manager role today. Yeah. No, I think that's really important to get exposed to lots of different things because you don't know, like when you're younger and, you know, you're younger than me. I, I don't know if you would consider yourself younger, but, you know, you're, you want to explore and kind of figure out kind of what that matches for you and your talents and interests. So the more yeah. you can do, the better. Yeah, absolutely. And it, 
I've learned a lot in a short time. Um, I think I'm probably one of the youngest uh, plant managers we have. Uh, I'm 29. You're 29? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so you're, I've learned a lot in a short time. Yeah, you, you present yourself as someone much older. Yeah, it's, and take it's that usually as the gray hair that presents that. Yeah, but I didn't I don't see gray hair. I don't see gray hair. But that's why I got the hat on. So you're so you're <laughs> gonna be thirty soon. Yeah, yeah. When in is July. that gonna, in July? Wow. Yep. So what are you gonna do to celebrate being thirty? Uh again, I'm I'm kinda boring, so I'll probably just hang out with my, my wife and kids. Okay. You guys maybe, have maybe, any... maybe go golfing. Oh. Now, do, does your wife like to golf? <laughs> uh, she likes to come with, but she, uh, she has, she's very competitive. Okay. And since I've been playing for so long, she wants mm -hmm. to come out and beat me. And it doesn't always happen, and I'm not nice enough to let her win. Yeah. So eh, You're competitive. That's one yeah. of our values here at C&G. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you're living our values, Cody. Yeah. But it's fun. We go out, we listen to music, and just hang out outside and get some sun. It's cool. All right. So I'm going to give you an opportunity now to turn the table and ask me any question that you want to ask me. Okay. I got one. All right. So if you were an operator at CNG, mm -hmm. starting your life over, mm -hmm. what path would you take to get to where you're at today? It's a really good question um, because I, I started my career in in manufacturing, not as an operator, but um, I've done almost every job on the operating floor from, you know, quality engineer to plant supervisor, materials planner, et cetera. Um, first of all, um, if, I, if I aspired to be a senior leader or be a CEO, um, I would, and I was an operator, uh, um, am, am I, do I have a college degree yet or not? Uh, I would say prob probably not. Not. Okay. So I would put myself through school, continue to work as an operator, but, you know, go to night school, get a college degree, because I think education is really important. Um, but I wouldn't quit my job to do it. You know, I would, because that's, that's another thing is if you want to aspire to be CEO, you're going to have to figure out how to balance a pretty heavy workload and, being able to to work your job as an operator and then go to school, I think is important. Um, but then I would I would raise my hand on every opportunity. So if somebody needs somebody, you know, we need volunteers that want to be on the engagement steering committee. We need that's me. I raise my hand. We need volunteers that, you know, want to go be involved in a community activity. So leaning into anything and everything. Um, I think has been an important part of how I got to where I am and that curiosity, that desire to want to keep learning and growing and, and throw yourself into the deep end of the pool metaphorically, um, and figure out how to swim. That's, I've done a lot of that over my so career. So it kind of ties back into those uncomfortable situations, totally, right? They totally. Help you grow. Yeah. You have to, you have to be uncomfortable to grow. And that is so true. Cool. All right. So Cody Kennedy, you inspire me. Thank you.